salt. You got your pepper. Clap. I had a shower today. Just, just Neither like... have I. <laughs> have you not? Oh, I have. No, no. shower Saturday. Oh, sorry, oh, that... Sim. I forgot some of us are really like, you know, Busy. hygienic. <laughs> yeah. Some of us have self-respect. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. Hiya. It's lovely to see you all again. I've really missed you. I've just Bless been down too. at my beach house in Melbourne. Of course. <laughs> beach. It might not be. It's it's lovely weather at the moment. It's it's turning into winter. I mean, yeah. everywhere in Australia is by the beach, isn't it? Even the middle. Surely. <laughs> Even the middle's Even the middle. by the beach. <laughs> it's, it's rocks actually in the beach. Melbourne, Melbourne is by the beach. It is by the water. <laughs> but what about everywhere else? Well, I don't know. I've, I've, Melbourne's Australia. Did you know that? Mel- the whole it. of Melbourne is the whole of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so airplane Sydney, food. <laughs> has anybody seen the Mardi Gras in Sydney went ahead? No. Because no. they don't have COVID. So their uh, like, big pride uh, event, their LGBT must be Mardi nice. Gras, has, has, oh has gone ahead as normal. They've had it in a big cricket ground. That's very wow. depressing. It's like it holds 66,000 people. Oh, oh my God. Can you imagine ever going to an event now with that many people? Be mad. The Chromatica Tour. The Chromatica Ball. Yeah. The Chromatica One Ball. <laughs> the the Chromatic Opera. The Chromatic... Oh, my God. What was our... Um, the Art That was popper. what I said for Art Pop. I said she shouldn't have called it the Art Pop Ball. She, could have, she should have called it the Art Popera. Yeah. I actually think that that was genius. Why? The thing is, though, is that she should have kept it. Everything should have been. I mean, is the chromatica? It's it's not called the chromatica ball, is it? Um, I think it is. But then, Joanne was just called jo- the Joanne World Tour, not the Joanne Ball. That's because it it really did stand out as not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very that's very true. The um, the album couldn't have had a ball. Oh, speaking of the album was for the Straits. Did you see that they've started selling tickets for Pride in the UK? <gasps> yeah, I did see this, actually. Yeah, did yeah. you see the date that it's being held? Let's have a look. It's going to be in the middle of December. They're going to have no, Brighton no. Pride on the beach in December. <laughs> Manchester's happening um same time. It always happens, I think. Let's have a look. Is it? It's August, uh, back holiday. <gasps> well. Oh, yeah, so like the end of August. It's, yeah. We say that like this seems unbelievable, but I did the um, vaccine calculator and based on current rates in Wales, as a 25-year-old person with no underlying health conditions, mm-hmm. I would receive the vaccine by the 29th of April. Oh, that's not long. So it's going really fast. Wait, ha- wait, 29th of April? Yeah, so if you're... If you don't have any um, underlying conditions that m- put you on the vulnerable category for COVID, then um, by the 29th of April, we should have had our first dose. I'm going to have a look, look at this. Um, my friend Kirsty told me about it. It's the COVID vaccine. You have to make sure it's the Wales calculator because it's a, it's a bit different, different. Oh, I see. I've seen it. I've got it now. It's the Omni, Omni calculator. Yeah. And Ashley's in England, so let's do hers. Do you know where I actually am registered at the doctor's? Cardiff. Yeah. <laughs> you can come down or stay on our sofa. Oh my God, I'll come visit. Have a vaccine weekend, vaccine <laughs> sleepover. Yeah. <laughs> vaccine <laughs> sleepover, yeah. We'll have pre-drinks I'll... at mine before we go get a vaccine. I'll get, I'll get my first dose uh, between the 28th of April and the 23rd of June. 
I mean, the thing is, though, is that that's like reassuring because for me at the moment, with everything potentially opening up on June 21st, it's like, well, I'm happy for that to happen. But I kind of want, even though I am probably low risk, I would like to have at least like the first dose of the vaccine. I'd feel a lot more comfortable. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But as long as all the vulnerable people are vaccinated, at least when things start to open, isn't it like mass vaccination centres for people to get their vaccine? So technically, would I, I wouldn't have to go to like where I'm registered as a GP, would I? Who knows? I should probably sort my doctors out, really. <laughs> Someone go, write in, please, someone and tell us yeah. if, you, if you know how it works, if you can explain yeah, it to Yeah, please us. do. Yeah, um, I'll send you my full um, personal details about it as well. Bank account number. Bank account number, <laughs> sort code, everything. Secret answer. Mm. Have any of you seen Ozark? I haven't, no, is it good? Do you know who Jason Bateman is? Yeah. Yeah. Well he directs it as well, but he he plays he plays Marty Bird and he's like um like a financial advisor, but then he ends up getting involved in like a drug cartel and he has to help them launder money. Like Breaking Bad. Yeah, like Breaking Bad. Um yeah. but without the drugs ish. Oh fair. But it's it's really good, like I, I do recommend. I love Netflix for making series short again. I just hate it. I hate, I hate having to watch 24 episodes of something because they're just guaranteed 12 of them are just absolute don't need to be there. Mm. You don't really see that very often though, do you? Especially on Netflix because it's like they do at max like 10 episodes, don't they, a season? I just love. Have we been watching WandaVision? Uh, yes. It was really good. Did you watch the finale? No, I just said I didn't watch it. <laughs> shut up, bitch. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Shut, shut up. up. Leave it shut out. Up. But no, it, that's really good. I've been enjoying that. Other than that, I haven't really watched much TV. I love watching podcasts, but on YouTube. Do you, know you should really watch on YouTube. My Two Cents. Exactly. My Two Cents is on YouTube. And it's really easy to subscribe and then you, you'll, you'll never miss an app. It gets, it actually, funnily enough, YouTube, it gets uploaded separately to all the other platforms. You get a cute little visual. Can't see our beautiful faces. <laughs> Can't see our beautiful faces, but you can hear our beautiful voices and that is all that matters. We've had some Apple podcast reviews, had some nice like five star ratings. Oh, nice. Which has been nice. Ooh. So well is pregnant. <gasps> oh my God. Do you, reckon, do you reckon Alfie will bag some free baby clothes? Of course. No face. People are going to be having street parties, socially distant street parties in Brighton to celebrate. He's going to be like, I'm going to try and look after my baby with one pound. (laughs) And then Invisalign. Invisalign. And then he's going to do a a personal gym session before the baby wakes up. And then he's going to go to Blue Water and spend a hundred pound on earrings and then (laughs) go and bag a free Krispy Kreme. (laughs) love that the best bit about brighton is fucking the penny slots machine well not fucking the penny slot the machines penny slot. i don't mean fucking them but i mean like is it big enough to hold it's, it's, it's going to i don't mean it's, fucking them I, I you mean, walk up like, to one and it goes i've got a finger for you bum i just love i just love the penny slot machines it's like, like hand sanitizer is loop <laughs> use me with care can you imagine the sting the sting oh my God. Do you know? Do you know those machines where you like you drop a penny down and it's like the um that like game show is um, like t- tipping point. What do you mean tipping that point? game yeah, like show? Tipping point. <laughs> it's like that. So when, once you're done, like a little penny drops out. And it's yeah, that's the penny slot. When you finish, just. Oh, I remember yeah, me and Ashley going to the one in Clandidno. I can't remember what for. Do you think we went on the pennies like machines though, or did we actually like go on? You know, like the pound ones where you can win a toy. 
No, we did the penny machines because we were trying to win some two peas back. We we did about <laughs> ten each on pennies. So we could buy some chewing gum from from the shops and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Buying some chuds. I just fucking love it. You got any chuds? You got any chuds? I honestly. Can I have one? Anybody got any poo kinks? <laughs> I don't think I can keep, keep any of this in. What's your favourite thing in the arcade? Uh, the, probably the, the um the penny slots. Yeah, I love the penny. Or slots. the racing games that you, you used to sit on. And you didn't have to pay any money. You just pretend you were driving. And just watch the uh the video go on. It hits different at the seaside though. Like if you're on a if you're on a pier, it like do you know what I mean? Mm. No, I get you. It's just oh. There's a game that I was addicted to in the arcades, and I I'm gonna try and describe it. Um, strip poker no it, it looks like it's like a big like square led screen and like oh it's, you press the button and it stops the yeah and it stops cube. the oh. it's, it almost yes. looks like tetris but it goes side to side and you press the button and it stops and you've got to stack it yes. to get tetris. to the top yeah, yeah shit tetris you, you did that when we went to the penny slot machines <laughs> i'm addicted to it it's so like you introduced me to it yeah I don't know how it's, it works. It's such a juicy game. It's so tense as well. The first thing back <laughs> after COVID's over is we should all go to Barry. Sure, yeah. I'm and go on the penny slots. 100%. And get chips. Barry Bados. Barry Bados. Barry Bados. Yeah. Costa, <laughs> Costa del Splot. Grange, Canaria. Cote, Tatonia. No. Well, do we think about the big interview that's coming up with Oprah with Meghan Markle? And think, well, if you're listening now to this, you will... The interviews passed, but obviously mm. we do it before. Oh my god! Well, yeah, we're gonna watch this tomorrow. Well, are we excited? What did you think? <laughs> right in. Right yeah, in. I'm so excited. I don't think there's anyone better than Oprah that would want to do this interview. Oprah just doesn't hold back at all. Oprah's like, iconic. Oprah's brought you very pinnacle like pop culture moments, like oh, Michael Jackson. Do you remember when they had the live show during the O.J. Simpson trial? Do you remember when Oprah asked Michael Jackson if he was a virgin? Yeah, and she was like, she. (laughs) That was a genuine slip of the tongue. (gasps) So sorry. Sorry, Michael. Well, Um, he's going to be complaining now. He's going to get his people to write in. (laughs) Do you have a a TV show that has like a special place in your heart? Yeah, that I could rewatch over and over and over again. Do you want to do the one that I've rewatched about 40 times during the pandemic? Well, there's two. Um, obviously Abfab but that's not that weird but The Vicar of Dibley's my other one I've, yes. I've, I've watched it I'm not joking you yeah all the way through probably about seven times during this pandemic That's So Raven was, a, was a classic was a big one I also <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me I also Go really on. loved um, Malcolm in the Middle oh my god <laughs> I used to watch Malcolm in the Middle like every night before my dinner. Do you remember he was in that film with Amanda Bynes, Big Fat Liar? <gasps> that was such a good film. That was a really good oh, film. I had that film on VHS. Same. That was that film. Take was that, fucking rewind great. it back. Yeah, and it was that. Um, who's the man that played the producer? Oh, um, I I can see his face, but I can't think of his name. Oh, Big Fat Liar. Yeah. Big Fat Liar. What about you, Sam? The thick of it. Probably, I've seen that oh, yeah. show like I've rewatched it like fourteen times. Is that the one with um, what's his face, the Doctor um, Who, um, Peter Capaldi? Peter Capaldi, yeah, yeah, so good. Paul Giamatti, he was oh, the yeah. um, he was the producer. He's got a really iconic face, hasn't he? he yeah, does, yeah. He's been in other stuff too, but I can't remember. He was in Saving Private Ryan. He's been in Did he get saved? Things. 
<laughs> yeah, he got saved. Yeah. What's your favourite Tom Hanks film? I mean, it's got to be Toy Story. Um, I, Fair. I Really Like You by Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, for God's sake. A film by Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> Have you seen At Home with Amy Sedaris? I urge everyone to go watch it. I only know her from The Mandalorian. Do you know what's a really good Tom Hanks movie? The one where he plays um, the pilot that landed the plane in the Hudson River. Sully. Oh, Sully. I feel like I'm going to say this and it's probably not true. I was going to say it's quite like an underrated Tom Hanks performance, but then also it's probably quite a popular one. His filmography is so long that you have to go to a separate Wikipedia page for it. I didn't know he was in Mamma Mia. Tom Hanks was in Mamma Mia. Oh, he might have just... Oh, he was executive producer. Never mind. <laughs> but that's even more iconic somehow. Do you know what's really funny about Mamma Mia? Have you seen Mamma Mia 2? Uh, best film ever. That's the one. <laughs> The the plot is so good. Love the plot. (laughs) Who's executive producer of Mamma Mia 2? Do you not think the plot of Mamma Mia 2 was just like so unnecessary? Oh, it's the best. Well, they obviously... doesn't happen? Either Meryl Streep had like a scheduling conflict or she just didn't want to be in the second one because she was too embarrassed. But they basically killed her character off. Like, spoiler, sorry. Um, It's been out long enough now. She plays the mum in the film. And don't get me wrong, in the first one, she's she's a highlight. But like the second one, she obviously isn't in it. So they just decide to kill her. <laughs> like, is, is that why Christine Bransky's in it? Bransky? Uh, Christine, how do you spell I, her last name? Oh, I see it, I see it. I love her though. Like if, if, if you haven't watched, that's another good show to watch. If you haven't watched The Good Wife... Um, watch The Good Wife or skip straight to The Good Fight, which is a spin-off that focuses on Christine Bransky. And so good. It's so dramatic. And then at one point she um, joins a plot to overthrow the Trump government. Like it's insane. It's such a good show. So ridiculous. Oh damn. That's really good. Damn, damn. 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 <laughs> if this podcast still isn't quenching your thirst, then grab a straw and slurp up all the content over on Instagram at my two cents pod. And don't forget to use the hashtag MyTwoCents if you'd like to interact with us or anyone else listening to the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. We want your agony out letters. So send them to us anonymously via Instagram. Email us at MyTwoCentsPod at gmail.com. If you want your submission read out on the podcast, we'll do our best to give our two cents. Are we pitching a tent or are we pitching a concept? I think, we're I think it's a that time, guys. Oh, like Craig David once said, "Can you fill me in? Fill me in." <laughs> so my first concept. Wish I could get Craig, da- Craig, David, <laughs> Craig David could fill me in. Craig David I, is so fit. It could, it could. I, Craig David is so fit. Like <laughs> I, I was telling Rob about this. I was like, I can't believe. Like how Craig da- how fit Craig David is and how he is aged. Oh, he's so good. Do you know what makes me laugh more? The way you t- <laughs> the way the way you talk about um like celebrities that you find attractive. It's like it's such a gushing. Like you're like, like oh, can we just talk about how 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 fucking sexy Craig David is? Like I want him to annihilate me. Like I love him so much. He is so sexy. <laughs> I, I love him so much. Hot. Um, Craig David is hot. <laughs> Craig David is so hot. Craig David is love. Craig, Craig David, David is life. life. Craig so David fit. could murder my vagine. God, do you remember at New Year's when he did the um the little oh, concert don't. and then it took us right into 2020? <laughs> best, best year ever. <laughs> Maybe that's why everything happened. Shut your mouth. 
No, as, as I discussed before, it's because Derek Akora died. That's why uh, 2020 was so shit. Um, <laughs> quickly before, I know this this podcast is an absolute mess this this week, but I hope everyone <laughs> still is with us. Um, speaking of like celebrity, I just want to go off topic for, for a second. Who's Ooh. our like celebrity uh, crushes? Oh, okay. Let me have a think. I have so many. Like I could just me name too. people so and I'd fancy him. Yeah, me too. I'm really um, like, I just find something charming about everyone. I'm not that fussy. Yeah. Like um, Henry Cavill could actually punch me in the yes. face. Yes. There's something I don't like about is like, allegedly for entertainment purposes only, like his fucking roid body <laughs> scares yes. me. It terrifies me. I think mine are pretty understandable. You've got your Tom Hollands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. You've got your um, your Alex Lothers. You've Who's got that? your, your Asa Butterfield. I need to, hang on, slow down. I I, need did you just say Asa Butterfield? Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's that? It's, it's a bit of an odd education. one. Oh, my God. Alex Boy in the striped pyjamas. Boy in the striped pyjamas. Alex Lothers, the one from that the end of the world. Yeah. The end of the fucking world. Tim, type in Asa Butterfield. <laughs> I mean, Let's take the piss off him. I'm just oh, thanks. kidding. I'm kidding. Thanks. <laughs> like sometimes this is the thing. Yeah, like I never quite know when you're trolling, <laughs> and it's not it's not being nasty at all. I mean, each to their own. I kind of get it. I do kind of get it, but I don't at the same time. In, yeah. fa- in fairness to your attractiveness to Ace Butterfield, like I kind of understand it because like he gives off this like demeanour. Yeah, in, it's like um, kind of mysterious. You know? Yeah, mysterious. He's quite like introverted, isn't he? He's quite shy. Do you want to know why he doesn't do it for me? Because this is mum, stop listening. So I went on, <laughs> I was going on dates with this boy when I was Don't about 16. <laughs> Don't follow me. <laughs> I was going on dates with this boy when I was 16. And he kind of, there's just something about him that like his demeanour that reminds me of him. And it really bothers me because he was so rude. And all my friends were like, oh. God, he's so rude. And I remember he took my hand and put it on his crotch and I said, no, thank Hello. you. Oh Abuse. my God, trigger warning, trigger warning. I really didn't find him attractive, but it went on for so long because I didn't want to be mean and say, <laughs> sorry, but I don't find you attractive. Oh no. <laughs> Still. I don't find Asa Butterfield attractive purely because he looks like my cousin and that's my reason. Oh. So. <laughs> also, I spell oh. Asa like Asa the computer company, A-C-E-R. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Asa? Oh, I've got I've, I've got so many. Right, here we go. So, um, both of the Hemsworth brothers, not the third one, because I don't know what he looks like, but Liam and uh, Chris, obviously. Thor could electrocute me. Absolutely, um, yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, also, they're from, they're Australian. They're from they're from like, Australia. Fucking take your fucking speedo off. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't think of the word for wetsuit, but it's just called a wetsuit. Yeah. <laughs> Take your badgie smugglers right off right now. Take off your wetsuit and your bucket hat with your corks on it. And your corks. Um, Get your corks off. Right. Unplug that cork right now. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey, absolutely. Daddy Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Dean, Daddy Dean Morgan. Oh, um, oh I'm getting oh flustered. Uh, Chris you love Evans. John Ham. You love John I, Ham. <gasps> please don't. I'm oh, gonna get re- I'm gonna get funny flutters. I love John <laughs> Ham. I love John Ham so much. John Ham. I fancy. Oh my god. Did you, have you seen that um, episode of him on Billy on the Street? Of course. <gasps> he is so fucking handsome in that video. 
I Ugh. also and um, that's one of mine. The Billy from Billy on the Street. Billy is it Billy Eichner? It is, yeah. Mm. I don't know what it is, but we I love a comedy queen. I remember listening to a RuPaul podcast where RuPaul was like, "God, you've got such a fat ass," <laughs> and that just I was like, "Yeah, that's enough." But there's loads. I'm trying to think. There's like people that I will say to you, and you'll be like, "There's something wrong with you." Yeah, <laughs> I like I like I, a weirdo. I, I know, but who, I can't think who. I can think who off the top of my head by you just saying that. Who? That Ben guy off BBC. The journalist. Oh, because um, you used to always say he's so sexy. sexy. I, I love him. Love him. <laughs> we, were, we were watching his documentaries, and oh. I love him. I think he's so sexy. I've got, I've have you got seen another him? one. Have I a look have. at. Just have a look <laughs> at. Say princess on. Princess on. Nay. Stop. Um, it's Nay. it's also like he's a scouser. He's just like he's traveling the world talking to dictators, but like he's dead cheeky. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck do you think you're playing at? What do you think you're fucking playing at? <laughs> Have you tried democracy? He's just so sexy, fighting for human rights. I've just thought of one. Do you know the 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 guy from Derry Girls? Oh yeah, the little oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah him. Yeah, I kind of get that. Um, Nicola from Derry. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> Queen. Um, Queen. Oh no, she's iconic. Oh, um God, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Giggs. Oh yeah, I mean obviously. Ryan Giggs. Oh yeah, who's that footballer? Um he's from Cardiff, the one with the big ears. Ashley used to, <laughs> Ashley used to take the piss out of me for fancying him, but I just don't know what it was. Are you talking about Gareth Bale? Yeah, absolutely. He's I so mean. ugly. Yeah, but also kind he's of He's so ugly, I hear him. <laughs> 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 you know when people say Wayne Rooney looks like Shrek that's oh he so does nasty. they haven't met Gareth Bale <laughs> that's so nasty I can't believe it Ash we get it you're English stop I'm stop British I'm British oh my god I'm European Sorry, um, <laughs> fucking what's her name leader of the DUP Arlene Foster Arlene Foster <laughs> do you remember when she had that affair with the driver allegedly <laughs> allegedly <laughs> You're going to have to cut those laughs so it sounds like we're just laughing at me saying Arlene Foster. <laughs> <laughs> Makes my joke seem funny then. There's some I'm going to wet my knickers. I feel sick from laughing and eating so much chocolate. Like Mel Streep. I don't love Mel myself Streep. very much, so I quite like the scruffy ones. Oh, a scally voice. I, <laughs> no, not I like wanna, scally, but like... I want to put it out there that I just like kind of anybody who plays in a Marvel movie. They tend to cast it very well. Daddy Dean Morgan... Oh, the other one from Walking Dead, the main guy. What, Norman Reedus? N- no, no, not Norman no. Reedus. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's so ugly. Um, no, the one that played Rick Grimes. Oh. What's um, his name? Is, is it Ed? Oh, I don't know his name. Um, he uh, is played by... Oh, Andrew Lincoln. Andrew, yeah. He was also I in The Bachelor. I get that. I'm trying to think of somebody who's a bit weird that I find attractive. Louis Theroux, that's mine. Louis Theroux, yeah, yeah I understand that. Yeah, absolutely. As long as you're kind of aged 40 and above. That's enough. <laughs> no, between... You're old four, enough for me. Between like 40 and let's say 55. I used to fancy Drake for ages. I mean, I, I see, I see, I get that. But then I don't anymore because of obviously like the Millie Bobby Brown stuff like really made me feel a bit uncomfortable. Oh, Shawn Mendes, of course. Shawn Mendes. 
I Camilla. <laughs> Bottom. I fancy um, the um the dad from Westboro Baptist Church. Um Eminem. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Marshall. The artist Marshall. formerly known as Marshall Mathers. No. <laughs> that, that at all. Uh, um Bradley Cooper. Dadley Cooper, yeah. Yeah, Dadley Absolutely. Cooper. If he has a baby, or I don't know if he has kids, does he call them Mini Coopers? Mini Coopers. I think I have a type. Um, yeah, so do I. <laughs> Twinks. <laughs> Same. Um, <Yeah>. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey. Matt Baker from a... He's hot. After watching him on like a um, a stand-up to cancer Great British Bake Off. Oh, my God. Yeah. Matt Baker, I, I also, yeah, I'll put Matt Baker on the list. Yeah, he's, he's all right, isn't he? Oh, my uh, voice cracked just then. <laughs> just yeah. Just about it. Um, <laughs> uh, James McAvoy. I searched sexy British male newsreaders and it's just like giving me okay. pictures of Fiona Bruce. Okay, weird one. Robert Peston. <gasps> I I understand. Yeah. It's an odd one, isn't it? Mm. I found him quite oddly attractive for a while. Also Dimbleby. Oh I don't know God. what it is. It's just, you know... Oh, Robert Pattinson, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Of Especially in loungewear. Oh, my um, God, David Beckham. Don't do that to me. He's so sexy. Orlando Bloom. Your mum, that picture that your mum always posts to Facebook of um, <laughs> David Beckham, and it's like he's got the biggest, fattest bubble butt in the picture. And then <laughs> it's it, him the at caption, the royal wedding. <laughs> and then the caption is because his arm is like down by his side so his arm's next to the profile of his big fat ass and the caption is oh i i love the watch he's wearing yeah. <laughs> not the fact that he's got a big dump truck <laughs> <laughs> what, what did we say last week big juicy dumper <laughs> honestly this podcast gives me smoker's about... lung like i just end up <laughs> wheezing i'm like philip schofield or like a teapot speaking of tea have you got any concepts to pitch Oh yeah, oh, that's yeah. that's uh, that's what we should be doing. <laughs> that's a, a bit of a tangent. A bit of a tangent. I just I I love knowing. Um, oh me too, because I have a concept known as "fill me in," and it centers around. Speaking uh, of which, Craig David is so hot. <laughs> hot Craig David is so hot. Craig David is so. Craig David is so. <laughs> um. <laughs> anytime, oh my god! Anytime I think. <laughs> I think of um, hot, hot Craig David is so hot. It, it was when you said, <laughs> I think on like episode one, you were like, hot chip is so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Say hello to Mr. Chips, everyone. Oh yeah. So my concept is called Fill Me In. Stars Steve McFadden of Phil Mitchell fame. And he hosts a weekly live therapy session in which fellow soap actors <laughs> in Steve to find the true meaning of happiness and obviously this will be broadcast on channel 4 because um, I don't like the BBC <laughs> I can um, see it fitting in really nicely on Oprah's yeah, own too. network in the mm. US the OPN yeah. either that the, or after come down no, with me O-N-W-N O-W-N that's it O-P-N. 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 Yeah. what, what? <laughs> so my <laughs> My second concept is called Student Chef. Ooh. Slogan or uh, top line. The master becomes the student and it involves 10 Michelin star chefs that compete to see who can produce the best student cuisine. 
for example, super noodle sandwiches, pit of bread pizza, etc. You get it. We're, we've all been students. Um, yeah. It's going to be hosted by Richard Iowadi, obviously, of HSBC fame. And it's going to be judged by... <laughs> With Barclay card. Oh, is it Barclay? I thought it was HSBC. No, I think it's HSBC, but I just remember... We're one little lump of land. You know, with the um, <laughs> the slides that would go through the yes. supermarket. And they'd oh, shit. And, and they'd swipe their Barclay card. Let's your love go. To the checkout. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be judged by James A. Caster, obviously. And J- <laughs> J- <laughs> hot. Jamie Oliver's so hot. Um, and the winner will get okay. to host Absolutely the... Not. This is important, guys. The winner will get to host a banquet for first-year Nottingham University students at the prestigious Liberty Living Building. Oh, <gasps> poor Nottingham having to have a Liberty Living Building. I know. Right? I mean, I don't even know. I just, I just wrote Do it. You know what this should be? <laughs> they should have it um, at Portsmouth oh, University, man. right next to the Avon head office. Because oh. that's where your dad sells it. Yeah. <laughs> your dad sells Avon. Are you ready for mine? Take us through. I've got a couple, as per. So we got locked in. So you get two artists who you wouldn't like put together. So the example I've got here is Migos and Arcade Fire, but you could have like Jane McDonald and Slipknot. And so they basically are forced into the studio for two weeks, and they have to make a song together. And just like oh. I- imagine what that would sound like. Um, so this is a really think good some concept artists. for a TV Think of show. some artists. Like you'd have um, like Barry Manilow and um, Jason Donovan. Oh. <laughs> Jason no, they're Donovan. too similar. Nicki Minaj <laughs> and Jason Donovan. Yes, like that. That'd be so good. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of like... Kylie Minogue and Grant McDonald. Bjork and Cliff Richard. Yes. Mm, oh that'd God. be good. Um, but I feel like that RuPaul would work. and Cliff Richard. No, that's, no, that's, that's too that's similar. Work, to be fair, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'd record in his studio in the vineyard. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! The wine, um, the wine, the wine lovely, yeah. grapes, lovely grapes, lovely grapes, lovely grapes, lovely grapes, good plums, good plums, oh, damn. <laughs> good plums. juicy plums. <laughs> give me juicy. a, give me a handful of them juicy plums. But I just think it'd be quite funny just watching them like try and make a song together and seeing what like it would sound like. Mm. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I, that's the first one. Sorry, no offence to anyone, to Ashley. But um, that's the first actual concept that would be such a great show. <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me. You no, don't Ashley think Student Chef would have potential on at least BBC Two? No, it would work on no, BBC Three because they're bringing it back to TV. Yeah. It would fit really well. Yeah. It would. I mean... Stog Mary in a void. Yeah, let's be honest. Who asked for BBC Three back? It but, gets yeah. worse with my suggestions. King of the Jungle. Twelve jungle DJs are forced into the jungle, and um, it's to so he was like the ultimate like jungle DJ. Well, so you got shit questions and shit answers. It's where you take shit questions and you get shit answers. Like, what size bed does the queen sleep in? Is it a queen size? It's not the same <laughs> bed as Philip. I can tell you that because his is in a cold fridge. Oh. He's in a coffin. Well, well we are pre-recorded. It might have happened. <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace this isn't for when he can you, no, he's not can dead you yet, feel this is when me he in <laughs> can you feel the love <laughs> I mean let's be honest he's just being kept up on a stick at this point isn't he I mean yeah can you believe he went to hospital and survived anyway that's not making the edit <laughs> I mean I mean yeah also whose Instagram is 
there's a Cardiff memes account on Instagram. Is it one of oh, your I friends? Oh, I see that. Because Jay commented on it, go back to work. So I was like, is this Reese? Oh, it might I be Reese. It might be Reese. <laughs> really fucking um, funny. Um, Reese or Jay, I know that they listen to the podcast, which we really appreciate. Shout out to them both. Thank you. Do, oh, if, you li- do... if you're listening, I adore that fucking Instagram it's account. It's so fucking funny. So if it's good. one of it you, up, It thank came up you. on my, like, you know, the recommended thing on Instagram. Yeah. And um, I, so I went on the profile because instantly I was sold. And the, the the comment on the first post I looked at was Jay saying go back to work. So I was like, it's got to be one of them. <laughs> it just has to be an everything. 100%. It's um, called Cardiff Memes and Steph. <laughs> Steph and Steph. And, and, st- and everything. It should have been Cardiff Memes oh, and it. everything. I got it. I sent it to my friend, Sarah Jane, and she followed it. I've seen it now. I see it. It's I got the it. every coffee shop in Grangetown. And the... Um, <laughs> The fucking the Grangetown Cant and Cate's rope. Oh yeah, it's so <laughs> <Dexter>. funny. <laughs> I just adore um, <laughs> you versus the guy she tells you not to worry about, and it's Tony's fish and chip bar and Dorothy's. Um, Very accurate. yeah, I get that. The Hayes versus St Mary's. That's a classic. Yeah, getting bitches. We're going to Penarth. Oh, do you ever find though after a night out, you were more in Tony, you were in Tony's fish bar more than you were in Dorothy's. I've never Defo. been to either. I always went to the one across. I always went to Ratana. Oh, yeah. So well, they cater to like vegetarian stuff. To get they? my fucking falafel and everything. Yeah, my fucking falafel and sesame sauce. Sesame sauce and everything. <laughs> my tahini dressing. My t- oh, maybe my it was. T- I keep t- saying sesame sauce, but it was it was tahini. Oh, we got two more on the list, by the way. Oh, yes. Don't mind us just ruining this episode. You just carry on with ours. We've got Moyles on Moles. It's a documentary where um, Chris Moles learns about skin cancer. Oh my god! Educational. Where you got um, Royal, <laughs> Royal Judy, where Judy Waters gets lessons in in royalty. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I'm feeling about that and everything. You know what but, I mean? B- it makes Royal me nervous. Judy. <laughs> it makes Royal me Judy. <laughs> Richard and Judy? No, it's Royal Judy. Richard and Judy? No, no <laughs> Royal Judy. <laughs> Richard and Judy. <laughs> Can't do anymore. Richard and Doobie? Richard and Judy. Wee 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 What's that? Richard and Judy. No, Punch and Judy. <laughs> Can I just say before the break? <laughs> I want my moment. Do you remember when um, Richard and Judy presented an award on TV? And Judy. <laughs> no, I know what you're going to say. Do you remember when they took my aggro this morning? Stop it. Or GMTV? Stop and then, it. And they were like, oh, it was classic. What when um when Judy when Richard and Judy were presenting an award, I think it was the NTAs, and um <laughs> Judy's Judy's bra was on show. It top fell down. Top. Tip pop. Tip pop. It was I here for the award. If this podcast isn't quenching your thirst, then grab a straw and slurp up all the content over on Instagram at my two cents pod. And don't forget to use the hashtag my two cents if you'd like to interact with us or anyone else listening to the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. 
We want your agony auntie letters, so send them to us anonymously via Instagram, email us at my2centspod at gmail.com if you want your submission read out on the podcast. We'll do our best to give our two cents. Hiya. Hope you've had a drink of water or a nice cup of tea. I hope you've had meditation. I hope you've tried to kind of decipher what we're trying to speak about this episode. Can you, t- can you see our intentions? There's so we're much mass. It's funny though, because me and Tim were saying just before Sim came on the call, we were saying how like this week we've just not been able to like focus. And I feel like yeah. it's very apparent as well in this episode. That's because of all that fucking sweet kush she's been smoking. Yeah, and all that chocolate. <laughs> I've been eating. Like chocolate. I've been around the chocolate and everything. Um, So we received an agony ant letter this week. Um, so we, we, we put our... I went. I got all the way up to the um, the elbow in the Agony Alpha mailbag. <laughs> I was up to the elbow and I was feeling around. There was a Top lot of the space. KY in the yeah. elbow. Yeah, um, I had a big glove on because I was being safe and just just some little finger gloves. I got my leather glove on. Dear Timothy, Simothy, and Ashathy, I've been going out with my boyfriend since 2019. We are madly in love. The sex is great, but I recently found out he's into piss. One day he was fucking me all, and all of a sudden, <laughs> apologies for this person, he pissed in my chutney, mid-fat. I was shocked he didn't tell me, now I feel that pissy flow has destroyed our trust. He keeps asking me to piss on him in the shower, and now I feel like we need to have a chat because I'm not ready. He keeps asking me to piss on him in the shower, and now I feel like we need to have a chat because I'm not really into that kink, and I don't want to upset him. Like, I feel he's the one, but I don't want a golden shower to come between us. Would it be better to, to let him know how I feel? Love the pod. Perfect for trips to the gym and going on long walks. Cheers. <coughs> B. I laughed so much during that. I, it, was a, it was a trick I pulled on you then. I didn't really go for a wee or nothing. <laughs> I just thought it'd make you more oh, comfortable yeah. to think you're alone. No, I genuinely went for a wee because like, oh, I laughed so hard, like genuinely a little bit of wee came out. Oh God. You, you get this a lot on so I've not been on Grinder for a few years but back in the day even in small town town Columbine you'd get a lot of people asking if you're into piss and stuff and I've always somebody once said to me are you into water sports and they just opened so if, if you're from North Wales you'll know that they opened a water sports centre in Colwyn Bay <laughs> and I lived right next to it so honestly I was like not really but like um, I live quite close to the beach, like where the where the thing is. <laughs> and he was like, "What?" And I was like, "War sports." And he was like, "No, no, no, like this." And sent me a picture of him pissing on someone in the shower. And I saw. I don't think he was. I don't think he was being pissed on. Like, so he was. He must like pissing on people. And I don't. So he was. He must have been asking if I wanted to be pissed on. And oh, I, I see. Don't, do you so know what I mean? He, he was like the boyfriend in this letter. Yeah, and you know, I just don't like that. I mean, each to their own, whatever. I'm not shaming you, but yeah, like... Yeah, I mean, we don't want a kink shame. But like, imagine if someone didn't drink a lot of water. Mm. That's all like, I'm going to say about that, nothing. It'd be like LucasAid. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like Iron Brew. Like fucking coffee. Like apple juice. <laughs> it'd be like black coffee. <laughs> if it's black coffee, fucking hell, what's happened? Blonde roast. Blonde roast. <laughs> <laughs> Like Blonde Rose. Shout out to Starbucks. We love the Blonde yeah, Rose. Please sponsor us. Blonde Rose. Oh my God, guys. Hold on. 
I love you. <laughs> I forgot oh we're not um, visual. holding up a tube of, of blonde rose. Thanks, Tim. Forever. I forgot. For we listeners. Don't show people. For the um, visually paired. For the visually... Um, which is which is everybody. Everybody. This is a podcast. <laughs> I imagine. I hope. I hope one day, like when we get to see everyone again, we can do uh, like a special one-off video podcast. I don't know how that or would just work. Just when Sim gets a webcam. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> think with, with this. I think it's best to have the chat because obviously, if it's something you're not really into, it's important right. that you so, discuss that. What would you do, Ashley, if your partner said to you, I'd like to piss on you or I'd like you to piss on me either way, you know, whatever. I'd tell him um, to piss off. Like, what would you... He was like... No. like Ironically. He was like, this would just mean a lot to me. I would love this. Um, It's difficult, isn't it? Because it's like, I feel like out on... From an outside point of view, if your if your partner said that to you and you didn't want that, it would come across like if you did do it, it was like non-consensual and it was like Mm. they were making you do it. But also as well, Mm. sometimes like in a relationship, this might come across really bad. I don't mean it to, but sometimes like you might try something Mm. because you know your partner likes it and say you haven't tried it before. You do it. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, like you do it to because they want to try it, and also you only live once, isn't it? Yeah, and also Mm. if you've not done it before, if you want to try it for the sake of the fact, like because your partner is into that, you want to at least give it a go because so you know sometimes if you are genuinely like no, this is not for me. Like I know for a fact I don't want to do it. Then yeah, you have that conversation. You say, look, I I really don't want to do it. And if your partner respects you enough, like that, that doesn't bother them or in you a sense- You shouldn't really keep asking then. Should they like, yeah. don't so when you've said, you, it's just, you're not comfortable with it. But if they've said like, you know, I, I really want to try this and you've never tried it and you've gone and you and you've thought not just- I want to do it because I haven't tried it, but you've thought, oh, I'll give it a go because mm. my part, you know, because sometimes like sex is like, you get enjoyment out of sex when your partner is enjoying it. Mm. That sounds, it's coming across no, 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 so bad, but like it, it's- And the it's same way that they would it? with you, like it's like a two way street. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. But again, it's one of those, like if for example, like my partner said that and I was like, right, I will give it a go. But if, you know, I'll do it once. If I don't like it, they're like, right, well, we won't do it again. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But then you might try it and you might realise, oh, there's something like, you know, there's something about it that I like too. And then you find out that yeah. you've got some mutual kink. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But Yeah, yeah. would you if it was something that you like really didn't want but they were just like they were really fixated on this idea they were obsessed with it they were like this would bring me so much happiness and so much joy would you be like i'm happy for you to go off and like let somebody else can piss on you no but that's that's just me personally i think that Mm. that if you have that relationship where you can be a bit more open and like you know um open to other people being involved Mm. i think that that is a great like idea if you aren't into that personally but you want your partner to still have that kind of like sexual thrill that they're not going to get because it's something that you Mm. really don't want to do i i don't think i could do it but 
then again, if you've not, if I don't have the inclination to do it, like who, I'm not, so I wouldn't be judgmental because like, do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> I'm never going to no, have to do you. it. Yeah. Because I would just say no, but. <clears throat> I think it's just because of like, all of us have said, it's it's surprising how many people are actually into that, but none of us have been like, you mm. know, we would never kink shame. Never. No, we don't, don't do that. Um, But I suppose all of us, are, I mean, I'm, all of us are kind of that's not our thing but we're i would never shame somebody if they asked me like if my partner was like i'm really into this i would never be like ew no what the fuck yeah maybe if you write in if if you actually know about this and you can like educate us better or you've been in this situation and it's like gone either way you've not wanted to do it or you've not enjoyed it when you've done it or you've gone the other way like write in and explain it (laughs) yeah something to take from like the actual letter though is um one day like all of a sudden he, the they did it without that conversation yeah you can't just try things on people because they're actual people like, mm. yeah especially with things like that i think you know you you know enough about like your i think you know enough about relationships to know that like those kind yeah those kind of things need to have consent for and then for for your partner to suddenly do something that is totally unexpected that you've never done before that is out of the blue without asking you i mean you write you say like it shocked me and it destroyed our trust like that would absolutely destroy my trust Mm. because you know that that wasn't an established part of what you were consenting to like you were consenting to sex as you knew it yeah not this like big shocking thing where someone's just pissed in you like yeah and i'm not meaning to make light of it yeah i I agree with ashley i think the one thing that we take from like most of our agony aunt letters is um consent and conversation (laughs) yeah it's important to have golden you can't do anything without a conversation Mm. if this podcast still isn't quenching your thirst then grab a straw and slurp up all the content over on instagram at my two cents pod and don't forget to use the hashtag MyTwoCents if you'd like to interact with us or anyone else listening to the podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. We want your agony aunt letters, so send them to us anonymously via Instagram. Email us at mytwocentspod at gmail.com. If you want your submission read out on the podcast, we'll do our best to give our two cents. Did either of you watch Drag Race UK? Of course. Of course. What did you fucking think this week? <gasps> that was so good. I have opinions. Oh no, me too. Go on. I, I mean, I learned today that Lawrence Cheney's Twitter got de- uh, she deactivated her Twitter, which I, I think is horrible. I don't think the abuse that she got was deserved at no, all. Because at the not. end of the day, it's just a TV show. Um, I do think that Ellie Diamond was just just doing what she needed to do to stay in the competition. Um, it's a competition. It's a competition and everything. I think. Lawrence and Ahura just I think they just were a bit bitter about the fact that they weren't where they wanted to be in the lineup. I don't think it yeah. was fair the the things that they said to Ellie. It came across like very I hate the word gaslighting because it's used all the time, isn't it? But um it did feel a little bit like that when they were trying to put the blame on Ellie saying, Well, this is like a reflection of your own insecurity about like where you where your strengths are in the competition kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought like, well, she's doing what she needs to do to to stay. And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. 
No. And I think that Tace and Bimini's attitude towards the lineup was how they should have acted. Was just suck yeah, it I up re- and do it. I loved when they were talking about how like if your material's good, your material's good. It like really doesn't matter where you go. Yeah. And also like I and yeah, and I don't I, people that send them comments on Twitter and stuff like get a fucking life. Mm. But like why are we, why are you doing that in the first place? Like we were talking about this earlier before we even started when we like t- text a friend. Like you don't have to put every thought that you have on the internet. Yeah. Like, and I don't know what possesses people to think that they do. I know sometimes, I get sometimes like people could be caught in the heat of the moment. Like we've all done it, mm. but not, it just some of it's so outrageous. But there was somebody was explaining like, I can't remember what I watched, but someone was talking about, I think it was a psychologist talking about people getting abuse online. And it was like one in, I, I can't, one in like 100,000 people are psychopaths or something, he said. And so if you think of like how many fans celebrities are, have, or like how many people watch Drag Race, like millions of people watch Drag Race, that's actually quite there would be like you know potentially quite a high number of psychopaths just naturally yeah when something has such a big audience yeah he was talking about people that follow celebrities and like why they would feel unsafe because if you had like six million fans that's you know like insert the maths because i don't know a lot of fans but that would be a lot of like naturally like there'd be quite a few psychopaths to worry about i also think we live in like a time where um because Twitter is a platform for you to literally just air your opinion. People do think like, right, you need to hear my opinion and I'm not going to listen to yours. And mm. this is what it is. And it's like, my opinion is fact. People can be very extreme online. And sometimes it's not a real representation of everyone else that's like a fan of Or Drag even Race. maybe that person, like maybe in real life, if they had that conversation with somebody that like they worked with, mm. like I always think that like, would I say this to somebody that I worked with? Yeah. That I don't know very well, but I know vaguely. It's, and you just wouldn't, would you? You just like. It's no. the confidence you have you online, it. isn't it? Like when you're kind of hiding behind you. I mean, not even anonymously, but you're not in, you're not face to face with that person. Can we talk about how good taste, um, sorry, how good. Well, taste looked fucking great. Taste looked great. But how good um, Bimini's spotty suit and hair thing Oh, was. so good. High I fashion. Amazing. So gorge. Gorge. I got a pimple to part. They said it a few times about like Ellie Diamond's, the, you know, like the silhouette that she does. Yeah. But a part of me really likes it because it does. I know it's quite similar every week, but it does work for her body. Like it proportions her really nicely to look at. But it's, like, it's quite pleasing on the eye. But also it's like different drag queens have their own silhouette, don't they? But it's it's like mm-hmm. um like Lawrence Janey, for example, because she is a bigger queen, like she's coarse she, she so well. It looks so good, yeah. Yeah, and she's like got her figure like the way that obviously she wants to portray herself as a drag queen. It's like um, She can do quite a womanly figure, can't she? Yeah. yeah. And it's it is Yeah, coach. I mean the silhouette, I mean loads of drag queens have managed to like win drag race and have the same silhouette a horror's outfit was good as well yeah i like i like the hair yeah taste just always looks good i loved when taste said um he got two um 
megabuses up to Liverpool to sleep with someone and was just like, I didn't only get chlamydia, I went and got gonorrhea as well. <laughs> it was just really sweet, the like, the... Because people should talk about that, people should be honest, like, they just mm. destigmatizes it, doesn't it? And, and also, obviously, like, she talked about how it, she felt like it was a betrayal of trust. Sex ed, when you're in school, isn't catered towards queer people, is it? So you don't... No. You, like, until, you know, Tay said his friend she asked um what did you use protection until you've had that conversation with a friend you wouldn't really know because you it's not it's not catered to you is it like mm. all this health information that you're missing out on mm. i think so i thought that was really interesting i think as well when we were in high school like learning about sex education i think the only time like um queer relationships was even mentioned was when they were talking about like stis and hiv and aids which is like deeply like homophobic (laughs) (laughs) because it's not a gay virus like they used to say it was back in the 80s it affects everyone but it's important to know i think as well for queer people it's so important to know like sex education for yourselves because it's like it's important you don't know these things even the relationship dynamics that like no one tells you about like consent in queer relationships that like you don't like like the like as i was like when i became an adult i remember like sleeping with people for the first time and somebody saying to me like uh, uh, i'm trying not to think of like a vulgar way of saying this but like you don't you don't have to just let me do things to you like you Mm. that because that like you don't let people just like otherwise someone's just masturbating with you on the end of them yeah like that's not if it's not for you it's not for you like you can tell people what you want and what you like and what you don't yeah and i feel like you don't i suppose that goes for all sex education like straight people don't hear that either and they should oh my god i watched the worst fucking film tonight i watched um jennifer lopez and it's from 2019 <laughs> say no it's more second act it's from second act it's, it's called second act and it's jennifer lopez and leah remini and they play jennifer lopez first of all was 50 when this film came out and was playing a oh my god she's playing a 40 year old she's playing someone 10 years younger that's how incredible she looks and she and vanessa hudgens was like her long lost daughter and she works <laughs> oh, wow. she's an assistant manager of a supermarket um j-lo and then she goes she gets a job as like um a big consultant for this big firm because her leah remini's son like her busy mate does a fake cv for her and creates like this fake online profile and we were watching it and we were like this is the plot to younger i don't know if you've seen it but it was darren Starr, the creator of um sex and the city did a series with sutton foster and hillary duff and like they it's it's like sex and the city but in publishing sutton foster plays a 40 year old woman who lies and says she's in her 20s and they create like oh. a fake online persona for her so that she can get this job because no one would hire a 40 year old woman like for oh entry God. level jobs and it was literally, it was, it was a bit, but then there was like the long lost daughter thing came up, which wasn't in Younger, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to this absolute chaos, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, gorgeous ladies and everything. We'll yeah. be back with a more clear head next week. We'll have a brocca and we'll have be, a few drinks. We'll have a few we'll tinnies and we'll be back soon. A few titties. Bye. Bye. Bye, big juicy titty ladies. Love you. Bye.